potato, everyone. <laughs> Already regretting my uh, my decision to let you do the intro. <laughs> Continue. Anyway, so <laughs> we are doing a video or a podcast, yes. And my dog is making a bit of noise Just because she wants to play. <laughs> I can tell. And the topic is okay. So last time we were doing the fear door, and yeah. I was yeah. Do you want, do you want to introduce names? Like, hi, I, I'm I'm Casey. This is Isaac. Build a world. Now you can do the topic. I I'm swear, this is like person. episode eleven. <laughs> we, I am been not an intro person. We've been doing this Anyways, for like two so months. You should you should be there already, right? That's how that works. Maybe in your mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, last time we were building a world with the fear door, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. And so. I was uh, trying to think, okay, what other similar style worlds like that could it could be made? So far we have the memory elevator and the door that leads to your greatest fear. Yeah. So I was think yeah, so I was trying to think and I thought, what about a dream world? What if we were to try a dream uh, world? And then I said, nah, that's been done to death. <laughs> and also, we're probably going to go on to the topic of nightmares, and then we'll go back to the fear door, and then I, and it'll be too similar. And then I said, what if we did it anyway? Okay. So we're going we're gonna to do a dream world? Yes. So... Like, you know, like, if we were to fall asleep, our minds enter another world. All right. Alex, really random question, but it could be relevant. Have you ever had shared dreams before? Uh... No, I don't see how that's possible. So it happens, it's weird, but it happens when you and another person have the same dream. Uh, but like from your own point of view, like the other person is in your dream and you are in theirs. I have had I mean, it I happen. I that in fiction. Yeah, I've had it twice. Call me crazy if you want, but we'd share the dream with two different people. And the way you know is when you like start sharing it and then they start filling in the details for you and it's freaky. So, like, you'll start the story, and then they'll finish it how exactly how your dream happened, and you just sit there like, well, that's, that's fun, I think. A bit weird, but cool. Okay. Yeah. So, shared dreams. How it's much okay. noise is my dog making? A lot. Okay, I'm going to try and turn off, like, background noise, noise depression. Okay. Okay. So... I'm not, I'm not quite sure where to start, because the problem is, uh, I'm obviously going to be, like, mostly in, in drawing, in, like, uh, inspiration from dream worlds that I've seen done before, and so I was hoping that, uh, you could give, a, give um, like, yeah. maybe some ideas and input that I wouldn't normally... Well, that's what, I, that's what I'm here for. The point would be, you go to sleep, and you're now in another world where anything can happen. Now, I would not say this is like a world where you can die if in it, if you die in the dream world die in real life. No, it's a dream. Yeah. Uh, the only uh, effect that it would have on you in the real world is maybe some mental scarring depending on what it is and how severe of a dream it is. 
See, we can... Uh, uh, so, I have really weird dreams in real life, so whenever you want to talk about this, I always want to, like, go draw for my real life. So, you can actually hurt yourself in dreams and, like, be physically in pain in real life. So, I, I'd have experiences where I'd, I'd get bruises and stuff. Like, my body would react to something that happened in a dream. There's, like, uh, times where people get, like, heart attacks and stuff from dreams. So, like, they nearly die and it's because of something that happened in a dream. And they have to be brought back, pretty much. Sure, it's not the reverse where it's uh, something in the real world is, ha- is affecting them in the dream. Possibly. Like, like you get hit somehow, or you move around or flail around in your sleep, and you hit yourself, and so you get bruised in real life, and then you feel it, and so it enters the dream. Possibly. And then, uh, and so when you wake up, you find that you've got a bruise on your arm. See, I would say that, except I don't move in my sleep. I fall asleep in the same place. I wake up in the same place. So, I do get experiences where, uh, like, parts of my body will fall asleep because I'm, like, laying on it and I don't move. So, like, I'll lose blood pressure and, like, my arms will go numb and stuff. But that won't cause bruising and stuff. And I know when the difference between that. Or cuts. I I cut myself in my sleep somehow. I don't know how. I wake up with cuts all the time and it's annoying. Blame Stella. She's breaking out of her cage in the middle of the night. Yeah, and then she crawls her way back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's smart. Like, like, she is smart, which is why she's escaped the cage once, and that is certainly not what she decided to do with her newfound freedom. <laughs> mm. Uh, but yeah, dream, dreams are dreams are interesting to me, just because I do weird things with my dreams in general. Just because I'm a weird dreamer, I'm a special case dreamer, and I know it, and I'm proud of it. Sometimes, sometimes it's painful, but most part, I'm proud of it. Uh. So, I guess, like, let's establish in this dream world, uh, how, is, does everyone go into the same dream world? I think it's the same dream world, but they're not necessarily, like, sharing the same dream. Like, you can, still have your own dream. But can we have shared dream experience? Is that a thing? We can have, hold on, we can, obviously, we could have shared dream experiences, but not necessarily, um... They're not necessarily going to be the same dream. I mean, because here's here's a here's a really meta idea in that like every person you meet in your dream is actually also sharing that dream with you, even if it's like for a split second or something, or they forget it, and they're just complete strangers. So every person you see in your dream, despite them being a stranger, is actually a real person. Yes. Like is you that's can't. What I was there's no imaginary people in the dream world. All people oh, okay. you see are okay, real. Okay, they're all all real. real. So you cannot have a dream about somebody unless that person is also asleep. Yeah. Yeah, it just means like half the world's awful. Actually, people nap. (laughs) People are napping. Okay, but other things could still be uh, fake. Like, for example, if you were to dream about a giant ice cream cone. Yeah, things can be fake. Places and things that can be be fake and stuff. It's just people can't. Uh, Animals can as well. You could have fake animals. And in a sense, you could have, like, evil creatures that seem human but aren't, and those would be fake. But when you interact with a full-blown human who seems to have... Have you ever... uh, Another random question, dream question. Have you ever had a dream where you sit there and, like, you're in this dream world and suddenly you have an entire person's background in your head while you're in the dream? I mean, maybe I have this weird thing where I remember my dreams, but only within, like, the next hour... Or less of me waking up and then I forget them. Dream journal. It helps. In fact, I when thought about it, but at the same time I said they're probably not worth documenting. No, all dreams are <laughs> worth documenting. I am being serious. Plus, once you start documenting dreams, 
you start remembering your dreams just better in general, and then eventually you could control them. I mean, I can already, I already have lucid dreams. Yeah, lucid dreaming is the best. (laughs) (laughs) There's something special about lucid dreaming, and it can be taught. You can learn it because my dad taught me how to do it. So my dad's a lucid dreamer as well, and he doesn't get nightmares and stuff. It's great. So like my mom struggles with sleep, and my both my brothers do, but uh, me and him like no issues because we're we're lucid dreamers. So if we have a nightmare, we can wake ourselves up like that because we know it's a nightmare or change it depending on our mood. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, nah, I don't want to deal with this at all, and I wake myself up. Other times I'm like, you know what, we can work with this, but we're going to change a few things because I'm not dealing with that. No, thank you. <laughs> It's fun when you can tell your brain no. <laughs> just, just no. <laughs> Especially like, if I get stop like stop imagining a, that we're on fire. Oh, okay. Well, it's more like a, like a, something will break out, like a, something that I'm I'm traumatized by. Like my brain likes to play with my traumas, and I'll I'll be like playing off on repeat this, and I'm like, oh wait, this is a dream. No, we're not going through this again, brain. We've been over this. This is off limits. And then I just turn it off and be like, let's move on to something else. Okay. So, you can only uh, interact with other humans who are in the in the who are also asleep. So in the dream world. Yeah. So what happens if like uh, do you have to be sharing the same thoughts or general thoughts to be able to share a dream? I feel like, like for example, I'm dreaming about myself uh, cooking in the kitchen. Does somebody else have to also dream about being in the kitchen for us to share a dream? Now this this could be an interesting concept in the sense that you your act the person and the actions they are committing are the same, but the settings might be different per person. So you uh, so like the dream world could be weird in the sense you see yourself as like cooking and like maybe chopping onions, but the other person might see you chopping something else if you get what I mean, and like oh. a completely different setting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you got it, you got it. You understand what I mean. <laughs> I don't need to mention it. You guys have an imagination. You can use it. <laughs> Bloody corpses! Well, but now they don't get to use their imagination. You've denied them something. Uh-oh. <laughs> now it's set in stone. Rainbow pickles. <laughs> Look, it could be whatever, whatever the dream world wants, but I think that, that could be fun. So I also kind of think that, so this world, it's the two worlds, but I think this is a world which is aware of the second world. So it's Earth, but that it's aware there's another dream world and shared dreams is a common thing. Yeah. It could be an interesting yeah, way to meet, meet new people. I mean, you can also, like, tack this on to some other fantasy world that you've already created. Basically True. create a fantasy world within a fantasy world. Yeah, but that, for, for the sake of this... more likely where you would find this sort of yeah, world but, but, in that kind of book. Yeah, but for the sake of time and this podcast, I say we keep it in a it's it's Earth except for this one thing, just yeah, so we yes. can fo- stay focused on this this one aspect. Yes, we're not going to create two worlds at once. Yeah, because I feel it. Because for a story, it'd be fun to have the two worlds interact in the sense that, say, a person meets someone else in this dream and they have shared dreams, and maybe they have multiple and they have like conversations and they've never met in real life, but they've had so many shared dreams they become really intimate and then it becomes like a a a hunt to find them in the real world and meet them in the real world and so that way they can like interact with each other outside the chance that they might interact each other with the dream world that's interesting yeah um and i'm I'm totally not saying that because i've i have like a dream guy who's like followed me in my dreams since i was like five so you know (laughs) 
so what about like uh, lucid dreaming versus just normal dreaming? So I'm thinking most people are unaware when they're dreaming that they're dreaming. See, that's and, another uh, fun aspect. One of the people who's actively hunting and this mm-hmm. other person has no clue they exist. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking, what if, um, what if, like, for the most part, uh, people were not lucid dreamers, and most people was like, when they're in the dream world, just random weird dream stuff happens. Yeah. But there are some who are lucid dreamers who, if they were to approach somebody and start talking to them, they could either snap them out of their dream state and so they so that this person they're talking to also becomes a lucid dreamer mm. or they or talking to them could actually trigger them to wake up yeah one of the two and, but you don't know what you're going to get until you've talked to this person yeah cuz there's also the way their brain can handle the fact that everything around them is not real yeah, there's also this uh, experience that you can have in dreams, which is a weird one that I occasionally have, where uh, you're you're in a dream, and this happens when you have repeat dreams more than anything else. You're in a dream, and when you're in that dream, you remember the background of, like, the dream. Like, the dream has a background, and you remember it. But when you wake up, that background's gone. You can kind of remember the dream, but it's fuzzy. But when you have that dream on repeat, the background comes back. It's you get this when you dream like that, you get this really weird deja vu feeling. That's really it's it's really it's you don't sleep all that night usually. When you have a repeat dream like that, it means a bad night's sleep. But it's interesting, so you you put up with it. But I mean, I've had that, but what happened to me was as kind of cuz like what happened to me was I wake up and I don't remember the background, but then before I go back to sleep, like right before, it comes back to me and the dream's like starting and then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I remember and everything now. Yeah, okay, time I, to go to bed. yeah, it usually takes me about like three times having a repeat dream before the background sticks, like me remembering it is how... I don't really have repeat dreams. For me, it's just, at least now that I'm aware of, because again, <laughs> I forget my dreams. Yeah pretty regularly. It's I like have I remember a them, dream journal. But then so. I forget them immediately. I have a really weird dream journal. I cause I'll forget the dreams too and I'll like open up the dream journal and I'll be like, what was I? What Flying was... mushrooms. What? <laughs> I know at one point I'm doing an obstacle course and the next thing I'm sledding down a hallway with like some friends from uh, Georgia and I'm just like what <laughs> and don't what eat is... chocolate before bed guys. That's when you have your weirdest <laughs> dreams. At least for me, when I have chocolate before bed, I have weird dreams. What are these notes that say, giant flying candy narwhals throwing potatoes? That wasn't a dream! That's the sad part! That was just you being you! Wait, was that reality? (laughs) Yeah, but I, I I think this is a cool concept for a story world. And you have, and it creates an interesting aspect in the real world, in the non-dream world, as between people who are aware of the dream world and people who aren't. So at some point, so do these lucid dreamers, can, do they have control of the dreams? Can I mean, they like change environment have, and stuff? I would say they have control to a point because yeah. other people uh, who are dreaming would also have some control whether they're aware they're dreaming or not. Yeah, true. So, like, if you dream that, uh, there's ice cream in front of you, but then the other person dreams a giant foot stomped on the ice cream, 
Everybody's screaming. Then, <laughs> then I guess the giant ice cream gets stomped on. There's some weird dream journals in this world. I mean, there are in real life, but like these, these dream journals sound extra weird. It's just the idea of combined dreaming is such an intriguing one. And I think what makes it really intriguing is, for all we know, it actually happens. Like, we have, in the real world, there are shared dreams and stuff, and so there's a chance, like, a world like this, quotation marks around the word world, actually exists in real life. I mean, kind of. You're not a believer. I mean, not <laughs> really. Not sold. I don't see how you, how a shared dream would be in any way possible. Well, that's the fun of it, I guess. I it's, guess. Yeah. Uh, no, I can get I can get how you how you'd wonder like how that would work, especially if you're like miles away from the person. But Call I me don't... when you meet this guy that's been uh, hanging out in your dreams for so long. <laughs> I wrote a poem about him for class. <laughs> It's become a slave session. I just can't help it. It's just a thing. That's it's also uh that's like a repeat dream too, except he grows he grew up with me, so type thing. Huh? It's weird. Okay. You can judge away. I I used to be ashamed of it, but I'm not anymore. I've accepted that this happens. I've come to terms with it. Now I'm trying to th what I'm doing is I'm trying to think of what else we could do to build this world because I can't see I can't think of much more of how you could world build this. Uh, does the dream realm have? Nah. Does the dream realm 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 have a goal? We can give it a goal. A goal. A goal. The dream realm has a goal. Has a job. Has something it wants to do in life. Like the realm itself. Yeah. So or, now the dream world is conscious. Or if you if you're not interested in that. We can go into the Earth world and build a society based off of lucid dreamers. Like, if you are uh, a lucid dreamer, then you go and you join this cult. special <laughs> society. If you, yeah, you join this cult of <laughs> people. Cult. <laughs> and then you're all like, alright, let's all go under anesthesia and let's just fall asleep. Uh, you can't really... So, uh, doing drugs affect this does not help lucid dreaming. I think there are some that might, but there are a lot that don't help, so... Okay, then let's just beat each other over the head and knock it Or, or Isaac, Isaac, fun, fun idea. I know it's crazy and all, but maybe they just close their eyes in a very comfy bed, maybe put on some music, and just, just go to sleep naturally. So, they have whale sounds as they go to sleep. Or whatever, whatever brings them comfort, if they want. Maybe it's silence. Look, all I'm saying is they don't have to be knocked out or drugged to fall asleep. Do you have to be knocked out or drugged to fall asleep? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Do I need to call someone? Do you need help? Are you in trouble? Yes, call someone with a baseball bat. <laughs> Why? I haven't been sleeping well recently. No. My dog has these itches in the middle of the night when she scratches her foot just starts thumping and she can't reach the itch so it just starts thumping even louder for like a solid minute and then when she's done she starts shaking her head and her collar jingles and then she needs to adjust and then start scratching the other ear okay 
I, I was not expecting a full detailed story about why you're not getting enough sleep, but thanks. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's talk about this cult. This cult could be interesting. Okay. Do we so... have So I'm assuming they gain members pretty easily via the dreams. Yeah, it's like you just go into a dream and it's like, Are you a lucid dreamer? Yes. Okay, you can join. Yeah, and you know, you have your in your your whatever it's called, your you're you're entering into the group because I can't pronounce that word for some reason. Uh via dreams. It's a it's a dream thing. You have dreams and it's like a whole ceremony thing. So at which this might establish that uh with training people can learn to control the dreams more. So you have like beginner levels who they most of what's happening to them is just happening to them, and then as you become you can become more lucid. As you become more lucid, you can uh, you can control the dreams more and more until maybe eventually you can control other people's dreams. I I think again you can control the dreams to a point. Like you can control other people's dreams, but if they dream something else. Because like, it's a shared dream. Yeah. Like, if they dream something else, uh, your dreams sort of, like, start combating each other. So, would you have, like, dream competitions? more powerful imagination. Exactly. Whoever's the more lucid dreamer. Because they have more control over it. I'm like, you don't necessarily need to be aware of okay. uh, your imagination and control it to be able to have the more powerful uh, dream. Alright, so what makes dreaming what makes, uh, in this world, what makes your dreams more powerful? Because that's, that's another interesting thing. how your mind thing. goes, or how focused your mind is. So, one of the two. Okay, so there's two, like, like, different ways. You go it. one way or the other. If you're focused enough to be able to summon whatever you want in your dream, you summon whatever you want. But if you're wild and crazy enough, your mind just goes all over the place and it's basically an unstoppable force where it, where every thought that goes through your head, it, it just instantly forms. Now, I'm just gonna throw this concept out, we don't have to go with it, but what if people could get actually hurt in dreams and like it transfers to the real life and you have these crazy dreamers out there causing havoc and hurting people actually in the real life via dreams? So now these cults have a purpose. And it's what if you were to murder someone in the dream? What does that do? I'm, I'm saying, like, there might be a chance it could hurt them, maybe. Like, it could okay. be that you just wake up and you're just, like, gasping for breath and it's traumatizing and you pray it's one of those dreams you forget, but it's so bad it won't be. Uh, one of those. Uh, or, or you might just not wake up that day. And, of course, people aren't going to be aware of this because those who die via dream are dead and therefore can't tell you that they died via dream. Yeah, I can see a lot of people dying in their dreams because, like, that's a common dream is dying. Yeah, so I think there's a chance it could happen and I think it happens when the person in control of, like, killing people is a either really focused dreamer, like, extremely focused or is one of those crazed dreamers who then, you know, you have epic dream battles between the cult and the crazed dreamer. Oh, what if... Oh, okay, I just thought so. What yeah. if, um... The way that, uh... If they, if the more, how much something affects you in the real world from the dream depends on how long you are enduring it while you're asleep. Like, for example, if somebody slashes you with a sword in your dream, but then you wake up the second that happens, 
you wake up and you're fine. Okay. You might be like asking for breath, but you're fine. But if, uh, let's say, like, you were stabbed and then you didn't wake up for, like, a solid minute, that would kill you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting concept because it puts now, more risk on the cult because they would be more likely to stay. Now, I was wondering, what if the uh, people in the cult were able to, uh, like, the really, if you were to really train at it and become really advanced at it, uh, you could actually keep people from waking up. Like, as they start to leave the oh, dream the world and start to wake now. up, you could, um, I'm not sure if you would, if they would somehow, like, calm their mind or, like, break the link, uh, break their, uh, link to the real world Ooh. in some way where it, it just, it, they just sort of hold them back and keep them from waking up so that whatever happens to them in the dream world happens to them in real life. So now, okay, so story concept. People are just dying randomly and no one knows why. They're confused. Alright? Your your protagonist is aus- hears about this cult. Maybe even gets an invite into it. This dream cult. Because they're a very lucid dreamer. And rumors have been spreading about it. Like that they're very, they're, I would say they're very either focused or chaotic. Depending on what story you want. Probably focused would be better because then you could focus more in the dream world. Like... You're being in there. But if you want chaotic, you'd have to be third person, I'd say. So it depends if you want a first person story or third person story, in my opinion, which version you go with. Anyways, uh, they, they get an invite to this cult, they learn the dealings, they learn they're in charge of the murder, and they start on a mission to stop them. If they're chaotic dreamers, they now have to train themselves to be lucid so they're aware in their dream world enough to stop them. Or if they're, uh, they're focused dreamers, they now are like being hunted or something like it's it gets crazy they become they might become scared to sleep now because there's now this cult of people who are sleeping in shifts after them if they enter the dream world it's a whole thing what if there was like this uh one guy it's like you got your protagonist who is a lucid dreamer very focused can tell when he's entered the dream world but then he has his little buddy over here that is not a lucid dreamer and then Every time he goes into the dream world, he tries to snap his uh, friend out of it, get him to be a lucid dreamer. But every time he does that, it, it, it either doesn't work very well and he's like kind of lucidly dreaming, or he um, just wakes up. But what if there was like uh, maybe this one scene in the story where he go where uh, there was this people both of the cultists show up and they're like, we're going to do something horrible. And then the protagonist is like, not if my non-lucid dreaming friend has anything to say about it because he's an absolutely wild and crazy dreamer <laughs> and his dreams are absolutely insane to the point where the focused people cannot control it. Or there's also the idea of, say, you have a, uh, a friend who his dreams are, are crazy and they're dangerous, all right? They're horrible, they're people have died accidentally via his dreams it's happened and the cultists are now sent on a task by some government maybe or whatever to take out your friend but you know that in real life your friend is the greatest person ever maybe it's a lover of yours or just a best friend or a family member or you're you're really really close to this person and you're also a lucid dreamer his name is tim (laughs) well we don't have to go that specific give give our uh Give our audience something, you know, let's let them fill in blanks themselves. 
Bartholomew. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, but now you have, now it's become a, uh, a, a dream world that's mixed in the real world and in the dream world. Because for all you know, they could also be hunting them in the real world. It could be a joint thing, and you're, it's, this, this whole world sounds like just a trip as you're jumping between dream world and fake world. A real world. I don't know why I call the real world. <laughs> I'm confused too. Uh, dream world and real world. And being hunted in both planes of existence. And you're trying to protect this friend who does not believe that he's being hunted. Like he is set <laughs> that you are a crazed person and need help. Or if even if he finds out he actually is being hunted, he's still clueless about it and has no clue what he's doing. <laughs> and it's just a whole adventure. Now imagine is like the, the interesting scenarios where it's like, on one hand, it's like, if you stay out of the dream world, these focus people cannot use the dreams to their advantage to catch you. But if you're in the real world, then, the, uh, then uh, they you're just you not. You have to stay awake. Yeah. You gotta sleep eventually. Yeah. As you're not separating away, and you gotta find some safe place to go take a nap. But once you go and take a nap, you're now in an unsafe place. Exactly. And, it's it's like a whole so, new like, level and of tension. You got this problem where it's like they're chasing you both in the real world and in the dream world, so you cannot stay too long in either one, or you will be caught. And you're just exhausted, and you're drained, and you're terrified, and you've got, and now you've got to like learn how to fight people in both dreams and in real life, and it's a whole thing, and it sounds epic. It sounds like a really cool story. I think uh, this world explore episode we definitely we found a cool story more so than built a cool world yeah the world's pretty simple yeah but the stories in it are limited like you you can do whatever you want pretty much and they're intriguing especially if you add the cult <laughs> is the cult good is yeah. the cult bad is it neutral you decide what if we were are we making it so that uh like is there a way to make sure that your dream remains your own dream in any way where oh, people anyway, can't actually... Oh, anyway, being a solo dreamer? Like a no-shared dreaming? Yeah. Is there a way to accomplish that? I think most people probably actually have a lot of solo dreams. But the thing is, like, and just because we have solo dreams, I think the problem comes, though, when you're being hunted... And when you're hunted and someone desires to be part of your dream and they're, they have a lot of control in the dream world, then they can be. But also, if you have a lot of power, you might be able to keep them back. It can be like a... It's a battle of the mind, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, I think that you can find some protection in solo-like dreams. It's just if and you want a actual legitimate person in it. Yeah, and if you're a lucid uh, a dreamer, something you could do to try and hide from people is go and join a group of other lucid dreamers. Yeah. Like, if you've got a group of thousands of people dreaming at once who are lucid dreamers sharing a dream, you go into that dream, suddenly you're going to be a lot harder to find. Especially yeah. if you are dreaming that you look like a peacock. Or, if uh, you don't even have to be part of, like, a lucid dreamer gang, you can just find a dream of someone dreaming in a city, of a bunch of people who are, like, dreaming there in a city or whatever. And then just blend into that. Like there's a that is an interesting concept of hiding in dreams and I look like a phone booth now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I for what I know in my own dreams, that's like the one thing I've never been able to do is like change myself physically into other things. Have you ever done that in a dream? 
I've never tried. Uh, I don't think I... Yeah, the most I've been able to do, I can change, like, basic things like hair color. I don't think I ever wear glasses in my dreams, but that's just because I don't think about it. Uh, and then I can change, like, accessories and what I'm wearing, and that's about it. And my eye color, but that's because it changes naturally in real life anyway, so... Why I was able to, to change my genetics so that I was no longer... So that uh, the genetic of gravity no longer affected me. That that's not that's only a genetic in a certain other world. It's not in this one, because yes, I've it's also not things. genetic. It's it was just the ability to fly. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Let's. I've heard that striving to fly is your first test of lucid dreaming. Mine was waking myself up from dreams. Was my first. But that's because I had bad nightmares as a kid, and so I didn't like wanna stay in dreams very long. So I wanted to be able to wake myself up whenever I wanted. But for my dad, it was flying, so his first step into lucid dreaming was uh, learning how to fly in a dream. So. I mean, I was really, really, really little when I first started flying in dreams, so I'm not sure when it started for me. Uh, I was six. I don't think I've, uh, to be honest, I don't think I've ever flown in a dream. I've never had that desire. It's <laughs> fun! You should try it! One time, a, a, a helicopter propeller popped out of my head. <laughs> um... Okay. <laughs> yeah, I watched a lot of uh, Thomas when I was little, and it was specifically the helicopter propeller from that helicopter in that show. What was his name? I don't know. I know what you're talking oh, about, but I don't know the name. All that comes to my mind is how, and I've I don't think that's it. <laughs> got, I've got no clue, honestly. I don't know, my dreams were all about, like, creating safe places for myself, so creating return worlds, having worlds that I go to, which I can fall asleep thinking about, and then as I'm thinking about them while I'm falling asleep, I then actually enter them, so I have safe worlds. Most of them based off of books, so I have a lot of books, people, so, which is, which, uh, that's an interesting concept, actually, in the dream world, because I dream of book characters. How would that work in this world? Is that just something that doesn't happen? Or do I dream I up people who want to be that dream of being that character? I think that it could maybe go either way. I don't know. Do book characters therefore count as... Because they might count as like that other creature type thing. Like the dream world can pick up characters. Yeah, if you have a specific about, book but... character, would they fall under that? Because... For example, for me, uh, as a, a little girl, my favorite book world to enter was Harry Potter. So I had a whole life that I will not talk about because I am still embarrassed about it to this day. So, but as a little girl, I had a Harry Potter world that no one will ever know. One day I'll be confident enough to share it, just not today. Yeah, um, maybe it would depend on how similar the dreams are. Like, you could be dreaming about the same book character... But you're dreaming about it, uh, about uh, being that book character on a train, while another person is dreaming about battling that book character on top of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. If they are that different, I don't think that the dreams could be shared. But if you're both, um, but like if you're that character in on the train and then another person is dreaming about that character on the train or maybe has zero background and you, there's somebody else with you then yeah i think the dream could be shared see that introduces a very interesting concept 
in the sense that you can pretend to be someone else to to like a so you might have a lucid dreamer and you share like a lot of dreams with the same person because you know you're both are lucid dreamers but you two wouldn't recognize each other in real life yeah now imagine how much you can mess with people who aren't lucid dreamers (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness imagine if you did something in the dream as a book character or as a movie character and then uh, it was something that isn't in the movies at all, and then you go in real life and you talk to this person, and you're like, hey, so, do you remember that part of the movie when this thing happened, and something that never happened, but it happened in the dream, and you could totally mess with them? So and you could talk for hours about this one scene that never happened. And then they go to try to talk to it up. to someone else. Yeah, and then he tries to talk about somebody else, and they're like, what are you talking about? You sound like a crazy person. It's like, no, this Captain fra- America did not go through the time machine at the end of the movie and become a young person again. What are you talking about? Where did you, where did you, and then they <laughs> drag you back, and it's like, right, you, you, we were talking about this, and he's like, no, we were, I don't know what you're talking about. We, why would I talk about a scene in the movie that didn't exist, and then you just walk away and leave them, like, completely below it, and just, oh, yeah, you, can, you can have so much fun with this. <laughs> yeah, if there weren't the, day, I mean, I guess you start out with that, right? Like, that's how the characters always start out, they're having fun with this ability, they don't realize the full scope of it, or the dangers of it, and then... So, like, your story starts out really light-hearted, and then, and then, suddenly, they're on the radar of the cult, which does not have a name, but, you know, it's just the cult now, uh, and the then everything changes, team. and your dreams are no about, no longer about, or, worse, one way that would be, like, a horrible way to realize that this dream world's not what you thought, uh, is if you accidentally get your friend killed, like, in real life and uh. in the dream. Well, then you slap him in the dream to wake him up. Yeah, like, but, you know, you wouldn't know that, because you're new to it all. So you wouldn't know Uh, that to save them, you'd have to wake them up. For all you know, you'd, like, you might have accidentally, you might have been the one who, like, kept them in the dream, not realizing what you were doing. Maybe. Yeah, and then they die, and then the cult shows up and tells, and then makes you aware of what you've done, or you start doing research, and you become aware of what you've done, and then... You gotta. You, that's that's something you gotta live with. Yeah, I think identifying people in the dream world uh, as their like real world counterparts, they would be kind of difficult. Like, imagine like the law system. You murdered somebody in the dream world. Can you prove it? Well, we don't have any any uh, videotapes of it, and all evidence is imaginary. So. No, but there's a lot of people who say you did. Yes, but also the whole thing, which cut, which does me raise a point that you might be safer in the real world than in the dream world. Because in the dream world, there aren't really rules and regulations, and the government can't control it because the government can't be sure it's actually happening. Because it could be like a very hush hush thing. It's a thing that happens, and only a few people are aware of it, or people have like different levels of awareness of it. Like, for some people, they're just messing around in it, not, like, thinking, like, oh, we have shared dreams, isn't that cute? And then other people are sitting there murdering people via dreams. While laughing to themselves maniacally. I mean, I imagine if there's a person doing that and they're not, like... I, I mean, I'm trying to, like, I, I get it. If you murder people in dreams, you're still, like, there's something wrong with you. But what if there is that person who is super nice in real life, but in the dream world goes on murdering sprees? 
but doesn't think like they're doing anything wrong because they don't realize it's actual people they're murdering. Especially if you don't remember your dreams. Yeah. Like, what, what if you had just have this second secret side of you that's off killing people and actually killing people and you never realize it? Yeah, well, what if it's somebody who's, like, um, like, maybe, uh, in their mind, they are, uh, uh, basically they have evil thoughts constantly, but maybe in real life, when they're, like, interacting with people, they, uh, they know my evil thoughts have consequences. I can't just go and kill anyone I don't like. But in the dream world... I totally uh, can't, because there's no consequences. But then all of a sudden, these people you're killing in your dream world, like these people you're upset, they're dying in real life. And that's weird. Because they're all dying in their sleep. You're like, oh, whoever I wish to die suddenly dies. Do I have some secret magical power that has been bestowed upon me? If I wish for someone to die, they die? And, and then the cult shows up and you realize, oh, it's it's something anyone could learn if they tried hard enough and I just happen to have a natural gift of it and oh no, I think... Also, I can't control my natural gift, so it's not really much of a gift. Yeah, that's also <laughs> true. You just call them murdering sprees in your sleep and stuff. Yeah. You don't and, even know it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. There's so many good stories with this world and this idea. It's a very simple world, but... It just... I, I think that's the beauty of simple worlds is that we... A lot of times we want, like, these big fancy worlds because we want everything to be different. But we forget that just adding this one thing in can make... And it's still a pretty complex system. It's just dreams are now real. Like, dreams now have consequences. It's pretty much all we've done. Yeah, I mean, if you just add one or two elements, or remove one or two elements to our world, suddenly you can flip the entire world on its head, inside out, upside down, whatever. Yeah. And it changes everything. Like, if we were to suddenly... Uh, uh, let's say we were, we swapped the roles it was like of uh, the positions of grass and trees. Now all the trees are giant blades of grass, and all the grass are tiny twigs sticking up out of the ground. Imagine how that changes the world. Uh, Suddenly, maybe another podcast. <laughs> okay, I know. I'm just giving this as an ex- as a quick example yeah. of like what you can do with uh, when you just change a couple of things. Suddenly. You cannot t- uh, ter- uh, uh, cut down uh, trees to build your log cabins, and all of your fires are not gonna get very hot. A lot of us get like a bunch of tiny twigs. There's a good chance of them like smothering each other. You're gonna need to constantly put wood on that fire if you want to keep it burning. I mean, let's talk about uh, walking. Ow. Yeah, ow. Like certain, not everywhere would be covered. Yeah, but still, ow. But, yeah, like, everybody, like, shoes would be invented very early on. Just ow. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so, you know, doing small things can have big impacts in world building, but this was fun. But I think think we're going to end it here, and it's not because my hamster is about to gnaw on the cage, and I can tell. (laughs) But... But yeah, we're gonna oh, okay. end it here. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed this one. I love talking about dreams, and I may have talked about real-life dreams a little too much, but you know what? I can't help it. I don't have real-life dreams to talk about. Like, I went into this thinking, wait, are we gonna talk too much about real-life dreams? And I said, nah, I don't remember my real-life dreams. I remember, like, four of them. 
Yeah, I remember like all my dreams practically because I have a dream journal. Uh, And you're also talking to a girl. I wrote, we had to write chapbooks for uh, poetry. Uh, Mine, the theme is dreams of light and dark. I wrote 15 poems based on dreams and around dreaming and stuff. So I like dreams. (laughs) Moral of the story there. I like dreams. But we're going to end it there. So bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy?